Welcome to Wicked Smart. I'm your host, Lucas Bean, and our our special guest today is Pixel Lord. What's up, Pixel Lord? Hey, but before we, get, up, b- before we get to you, Pixel Lord, we usually hit up Mintify real quick, and he gives us like a daily market overview. So Mintify, take it away, my friend. All right, let's, uh, let's roll into this. The Ethereum market volume has been absolutely rocketing lately, um, past two days. And even, I believe, at the end of last week, 148.7 million, up 42.5% from yesterday. Nuts. Solana market volume, not so much, although not dipping below what it's been. 2.8 million, up 2.9%. Highest sale was CryptoPunk, 1484. You can, uh, you can try out our new trading experience at trade.mintify.xyz. We got an awesome beta terminal in there. I definitely recommend checking it out. The uh, top gaining index, top 20 art, up 0.4%, modest. Murakami Flowers will be getting some uh, more recent attention, 0.885, ETH4 price up 18%. Fontana by Harvey Rayner, 5.54, ETH4 price up 11%. And Midnight Breeze, 0.176, ETH4 price up 7%. The top losing index, top 20 metaverse, down 3%. Cretera Land, 0.4295, ETH4 price down 6%. NFT Worlds, 1.56 ETH4 price, down 5%. And uh, Zana Metaverse Land, I might be mispronouncing that. It's XANA, 0.329 ETH4 price, down 5%. Some noteworthy market updates. The number of Bitcoin whales has dropped to its lowest level since 2019. FTX Japan users can resume withdrawing funds from the exchange. And most interestingly, to myself at least, ARK Invest bought 133,321 Coinbase shares last week. They, I believe they spent, they've spent an absolutely insane amount on Coinbase shares um, acquisitions over the past few months. They're really going nuts with those uh, Coinbase shares. And the market stats, global crypto market cap, 1129.29 billion. Bitcoin open interest, 42.45%. Bitcoin, uh, fear and greed index 60. It's been hovering between 50 and like low 60s the past week. So still the same with uh, Bitcoin right around 24,395 and Ethereum at 1662. And the uh, both of them down about one to two percent on the day, but still consolidating on the highs. Um, I mean, as long as it's keep maintaining higher lows, I personally can't be too concerned. With the S and P five hundred at about forty fifty three uh, during the holiday, down about 083 percent. So nothing too crazy. That's all. Thank you. That was good. That was good. I mean, fan. Everything's everything's coming up uh, roses. It feels like, and uh, you know, there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on. That's been like talk of the town. First, I want to say, Facero, what's up, man? GM, GM, good to be oh, here. I'm glad snap. I made it. Facero's in the hizzy with that classy English accent. We got you, man. Nice. Well, got you know, I, I need to bring it along now and again. And uh, good to see you, Brad. And Pixel Lord, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing what you've got to say today. Um, and in fact, I was sort of doing a little digging and uh, uh, I've just come from a space that's on a new music platform that's looking at uh, launching around May. 
So obviously, I know you sort of spin both sides. So I'm I'm really interested to uh, to hear what you've got to say. I'm, I've got my head in the music space now. That's interesting. Seeing that uh, you know Sound XYZ just came out, and there's so many music platforms now. Um, I, I just it's kind of weird that like, how many websites are coming out. Basically, these are just like brand new websites and platforms, like 90, 1998, 99, where everybody's like trying to compete with each other. And like, it, it, there's just not enough space. I don't think, I don't know. We'll see who, we'll see who, who does well and who doesn't mentify. What's up, man. Uh, really quick. Uh, one thing along this line, um, just something interesting. I, I might've mentioned it last, uh, when I saw the news, but Napster acquired, um, yeah. the mint songs NFT marketplace. I thought that was pretty interesting along the lines of, uh, the whole sound stuff. And, um, Last week, I don't know if you want me to pin it. Last week, I shared a uh, a thread on Killer Bears. Uh, you want me to pin that up in here? Nah, let's skip Killer Bears, dude. I don't really want okay. to talk about it. I don't really want to talk about yeah. that, pro- that project. No offense to Killer Bears, I'm sure they're great. I just uh, I'd have to do my own diligence on the project before you know we start pinning stuff. Gotcha. That's all. No worries. But you could tell me about it afterwards and whether or not I should be like grabbing one on the secondary or whatever, you know. So, uh oh, right. we lost Pixel Lord. What the heck? Oh my God, dude. He's got to come back. I don't know. He's still showing as a speaker for me. He's not in my screen. Like he literally is not even in the space anymore. So yeah, he's, he's gone for me too. So we were talking music platforms and he's had enough. He's like, (laughs) I do not want to talk about that. He'll be back. He'll be back. I'm sure he's just got a phone call or something. So it is is quite interesting with the, the whole music thing, because I've got a lot of friends that are in the music biz and a couple of them I've spoken to about trying to get them into the NFT world. So sort of when I was in this space, it wasn't a music focused space, but I was like, obviously they were talking about it and it started to make me think about possibilities for them and how I'm going to communicate this to them and try and get them on board in that sense. So, so it was really interesting. Yeah, it is. And like I said, there's so many, there's so many music platforms now. So like, I, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's, there's room for competition here. So I, hopefully it works out for everybody. Somebody, you know, it's going to work out for the artists. I think if, if anything, it's going to work out for the artists the best because they get to then choose and make partnerships early on. So Pixel Lord, you got to get on there, man. You got to get on a music platform that you can then negotiate yeah. with because they need your music. They need your audience. They need all that stuff, right? So then you'll have like at least six months to a year where you can like sign some contract with them where you're like one of their artists. You know what I'm saying? And then they will just, they'll like pay you, pay you good money for that, I think. That'd be just my guess, of course. So yeah, I've I've been trying all this all these couple of years. I've been trying actually sold a couple of tracks, and that's it. It's not like uh, I don't see I didn't see any bigger audience or success in NFT uh, music. But yeah, may, maybe this time is different. Like this year is different because I, we can see many many new platforms, many new musicians, DJs, and listeners. So uh, yeah, I've got to find some platform actually. I think one of the platforms maybe was Sound. Yeah, Sound. So closed. Dre, yeah, so Dre has his yeah, stuff think, on there. It's it's a Gokstein Media yeah. platform. Yeah, David Gokstein Media. So it's definitely. I heard nothing but good things of of Sound XYZ so far. So I've heard a couple, at least two artists on there, and they both were very happy with it. So just go and find out where you're going to make the most sales, right? And then and then make a deal with them somehow, like say. Hey, whatever the royalty revenue, whatever the case may be, just negotiate it and say, Hey, look, you know, you need my audience. I want your platform in order to actually make stuff work for me on my side. And it's just an easy, you know, again, I think they need you cause you're, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like a force in the music space. Um, they need you 
more than um, you need them right now because there's like multiple, like I said, there's a multiple choice for music platforms. So just keep an eye on that. What's up, Fisero? I was just going to say, I've, I, I do know David uh, Gutstein. So uh, if you do need an intro, just hit me up afterwards. Yeah, that's great. Which platform are you talking about? about sound, sound or... Yeah, Sound XYZ is David's uh, platform. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. And, me and Pixel Lord go way back with David because we did uh, we used to do spaces back in the day um, in 2021. I used to be in most of his spaces. We used to do crypto spaces a lot. So it was like me, David Gokstein, Ben uh, Ben Baller, Tim Cook down in the audience, Tim Cook, and um, Christine Barnum and things like that. So we actually had really good panels back in the day talking about crypto and then crypto turned into NFTs and then NFTs turn into everything. All right. Anyway, so let's get on. Let's start talking with pixel Lord pixel Lord. I know everything there is to know about you. Like literally everything. I'm just kidding, by the way, I really don't, but I want to hear your origin story, bro. Like what in the world, how did it happen? Who, how did you become pixel Lord? And I know it started, I know you started like in music um, and then you got into art and then like maybe it was a combination of both. Like what was your, like what is the origin story of Pixel Art? Let's start with that. Yeah, it actually started not not with music. Oh, uh, see, look at that. I thought yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. See, you didn't know. You the, think you the, know, the but you have no idea. This is the diary of Pixel Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not recorded. So yeah, it's a. It's a secret space. You will never, never be able to release. And, and I want to say, but before I start, I want to say about. No, did we just lose him? Pixel Lord, are you there? Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't click the microphone. <laughs> Real cool, bro. Yeah, you go. I, I'd like to say it. It just went, bro. <laughs> so we have no idea yeah. what you just said. Bro. Yeah, but before I start about my small story, boring or, or not boring, I don't know. I would I just want to say uh, go go back to music play. Can you guys hear him? No, he keeps getting cut out right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pixel Lord, here's the deal. I need to do I need you to do me a favor. Don't cut out again. <laughs> Go for it. Are you there, Pixel Lord? <laughs> no, <Nah>, he's reconnecting. <laughs> this is the best. Oh, Pixel Lord. Walmart. Why? I mean, Walmart Wi Fi. is a glorified phone call. It it's, really is. It's literally, it really we're is. in a glorified conference call. It's sad. Hey, man, don't hate on spaces. They're listening, man. They're listening to you. <laughs> I love you, spaces. <laughs> All right. They, they just said, they, I just got a DM. They forgive you. Good, good. Man, that Pixel Lord's a tough character to, to uh, basically to pin down here. Hey, why don't we just start talking about other things that are happening in the space? I don't really want to get into like the drama or anything, but what do you guys hear about the uh, the Moonbird stuff that's going on? Like how they canceled Proof, the Proof Conference in LA. Brad, did you hear about that? Yep. How do you feel about them canceling Proof? Go and see see. Uh, CCO. Oh, Shirley Lowe's in here. Now we've, we've made it, dude. We've made it. Shirley Lowe's in here. Yes. Stay in here. Hang out with us. I'm the, I'm your biggest fan. Pixel Lord, come up here. We need to hear you, man. 
Yeah, I don't know what's what's stop, going on. Stop connecting to your dial-up, bro. Start connecting to your Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's Russian dial-up internet. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Okay, so here we go, dude. Let's go back to it. Ready? Let's run it back. So Pixel yeah, Art, I want to start with your origin story. And I know, are you going to talk, are you going to like go right to ordinals or are you going to go to ordinals afterwards? Yeah, afterwards. No, I Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. So the story actually begins with dial-up. That's, that's cool that you mentioned because uh, like at first I was in dial-up and that my, my internet and music and art journey started with like surfing the internet and making, you know, trying to make music, trying to make some art, some Photoshop, some 3D. Uh, can you hear me, right? Oh, I can so hear you. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was afraid we're, we're like back uh, disconnected or something. So yeah, when I started like messing with the Photoshop and 3D programs, then I was invited to actually work as an intern to a, a studio. Like I was 15. And I will. I was started to work in a studio who made some some small video games. Um, so I started to model 3D objects and render them, and that's how I learned actually Photoshop and digital arts. And at the same time, I was messing with musical problems. So it's like both ways. But maybe actually I started with visuals, and then also I figured out that music uh, creation is not that much big difference because it's also. You layer things on things, you create this and that, you connect dots, you connect like, you know, parts. So basically what I do is I create some, I like to to connect uh, found things. So I, I find some things, especially in, in music as well. So like found sounds or something, I can make uh, some structure from them. And also uh, I can sample like visual elements, cut them out, collage and stuff like that. So that's how it started. It, it was from 15 years from when I was 15, then I worked in 3D, then I worked in some design studios. And like, uh, after work, I was making music at home, basically, and also making arts for my music, like uh, small music videos, and also cover arts. And yeah, I found some labels, they actually wanted to release me. And then like, yeah, I started to touring to tour in different countries and cities in Russia. And basically it kind of switched to more to music, to music side. Of course it was before NFTs, like way, way before NFTs. And uh, well, yeah, I started Twitter in 2009, <laughs> really early. And then at some point, uh, actually some, some of the Twitter team uh, members liked my music and they gave me this uh, blue check mark. So that's how I get it. And yeah, that's that's it. And then I I was keeping making music, uh, going bigger and bigger. Found some labels, uh, released here and there. And then also I visited a few countries, also United States, China. I toured in different cities. And then I found out that I can make NFTs. <laughs> that's the short story. That's that was a very concatenated shortened version of your story and i like yeah, it right. i like it i like it you know what? you you know your audience man everybody wants to hear the shortened version but the thing is you said something really important man like how is it how is it making music and you know being in the nft space and all that stuff and then you're also in a country that's kind of like and i don't want to bring this up but like that's at war like has that affected you in any way because i've known you for like years like you're literally one of the nicest guys so 
tell me like how has that affected the like thank your, you, thank your creative like your creative stuff like and has it affected your ability to like travel things like that go around countries yeah it's mostly it's uh, like first thing that affected was covid uh, for us all, of course, for DJ, for music makers, we couldn't actually go and uh, travel and play the music. And I had to cancel my huge uh, tour in China, of course, because they were the, the most locked country. <laughs> and then, of course, the war happened. And then, of course, it's, it's affected because uh, there's some restrictions and some even bank restrictions for for those who are Russians uh, with Russian passports, it's really harder to like travel. You can do it, but it's harder right now. So you can you need to use like uh, different connection routes if you go somewhere. But still, it's possible, of course. Like people do this, and in all times, we find something to deal with it. And some actually, some of the some of the websites is, and also actually, Twitter are um, kind of closed in Russia, but you. Like to use them, you need a VPN. So that's how it's how it goes right now. But in this this crazy world, in this crazy situation, only helps is art and music, and also community and support from the people. So that's why it's even more important right now for me that I can actually do what I want. Yeah, do what I love, make art and music, and try to sell it and uh, make a living of from this in this uh, strange situation. Yeah, so, yeah. Glad, glad to hear it, man. Uh, it seems like you're doing, you know what I mean? Like you're doing well for yourself still, even though, you know, all that craziness is happening over there. So I just hope like, again, you know, stay safe. You're good people. Don't want to see good people, you know, get a, go, the, go down the wrong path and stuff like that. And I already know you're not going to because you're good people. So awesome, man. So tell me more, like, how did, like, how did you find the NFT space? Like what led you here first? Like, was it like you, I know your, your love of music and you already, you already like a very good gra- like graphic designer. Like what else, like what else was the thing that like drove you here? And like, what made you think like, Oh, NFTs, like what do you know? Like one month and uh, like year it was, I know it was 2021, but do you know like when it exactly happened yeah. or no? Yeah, exactly. In, in January, almost like in January, we started like 2020, some, some 20, January, friends. January, 2021, right? Yeah. twenty twenty one. Some of my friends started NFTs. There are some of my more like like most active animators and 3d like designers um because they do it like more frequent than me at that time i was mostly making music and sometimes making art but mostly i was focused on music yeah so like like a couple years before that i was just mostly focused on music i I made music for theaters for some couple of movies for some you know installations and stuff like that and then, like some friends just invited me, like uh, to to make NFT with them. So they they needed music and sound effects and all this stuff, you know, for the video, for the graphics. And we released a couple of things like that, and we saw like huge sales, like two, three, five is sales. Of course, they they like uh, shared uh, a percent for me to me from the sales. And then we released a bunch more. And then I was like, okay, maybe. Like I should make it myself, not like as a club guy, but maybe as a, as a, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think about music yet because we back in days we we didn't have any music NFTs, just not zero. We didn't have any platform. Maybe just one. It was uh, they started early. I think it's it's called uh, 
Get a look. Yeah, it's wasn't there wasn't there one called Royal also? But I just don't know how Royal works. So I think yes, Royal was late in late in twenty one, I guess. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought it was earlier. My bad. Okay. I think yeah, yeah. No, this guy who started Royal, uh, Blau, he was in NFTs like way way before us. Yeah, but he started platform later. So that's 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 at first we just had the Open Sea. Foundation, Rarible, and Supreme. So basically, just a couple of sites. Uh, we didn't have, have any blur or stuff like that. So, of course, we just based it on OpenSea and Foundation. I was trying to sell on Rarible. So I thought, like, okay, maybe I need to make some visuals because I can do it. I know how to do it. So I have some ideas. Like, like before that, I didn't have, um, you know, the idea where to make visuals. Like, for what? Only for music, right? So I sure. make music. I make visuals, makes sense. And now I, I'm like, okay, the visuals can be just a separate thing, or maybe I need to con- connect it with music, which I did later, and I can put it as an NFT, as, a, as an art object. And that's how it worked. So I just tried myself, and immediately, like, next day, I had a sale, 4.5, and this dude who, who bought this NFT, my first NFT, he never replied to me. I, I don't know who is this guy. He, it was some crypto crypto twitter guy so basically <laughs> maybe he just bought it uh, for fun just i in bought case. i bought one of your first nfts too i think right not on first yeah no one at first but yeah, yeah. i got the zero zero one gm punk baby What's no yeah up? i mean before that yes <laughs> but, but before that i had one one nfts on variable and he bought one of them so yeah that's how i started that's pretty cool man see that's that's the kind of story we want to hear it's like all this stuff that that goes on in the background, you know, like, how did you start? What was going on? Like, you know, like, what was the, what was the sentiment back then? I remember the sentiment. I, I wish Tim Cook would come up here too. He, he definitely remembers like T Cook down there listening was one of the guys that was early in the space, early in the NFTs, early, like chatting on spaces with us. Like he was, early, he was earlier than most of the NFT people that are in the space. Now Tim Cook was in here with me and pixel Lord chatting on spaces um, you know, educating people, having fun. I don't know. The pandemic really brought us together. And now that the pandemic is kind of like over a little bit, which is definitely weird people. I think people like forget like the shit that we kind of like all went through together. So I think it's, uh, I think it's interesting because, um, the next time the world gets shut down, like what then happens? Right. Anyway. So back to pixel Lord, let me ask you, my man, what is your what is your what does touring look like for you now? Is it easier? Are you going to start touring again, or are you going to be more focused on? Are you going to be more uh, focused on uh, NFTs? Yeah, maybe. I guess I guess like two years later, I'm I'm be focused on NFTs right now, uh, and maybe actually these two years gave me some some gigs here and there, uh, and also in metaverse in some you know virtual like gigs and also it was even before nfts i i played in chinese uh club where they actually um like they showed the video from my from my space here in my in my in my place where i was playing in studio yeah and they showed it in the club actually in in front of a huge amount of people (laughs) yeah even like that so you can do it this way yeah so I was you're just like, playing so you're like super famous, dude. You're like a guy that's like on, 
you're not only you're not only like playing music there you're showing videos and stuff that you made which by the way you've made some yeah. cool stuff if, if you're not following pixel art on instagram you're also kind of missing out a little bit just because he does a lot of cool animations that he i don't know do you even share it on twitter some of the animations you make yeah sometimes but mostly twitter is like for some current stuff that if i make some current collections and nfts i try to mostly focus on this because you know we know how engagement works these days so i can't share everything that i want because it was it's gonna be like the focus of the intention from people to my tweets so that's how that's why i'm just focusing on quarantine and of course i have amazing cool animations for all these years i've been making music like for 15 years as pixel lord uh and i have a bunch of videos i have spotify if you like to listen to music on spotify or apple music you can find me right there just uh type in pixel lord you you will find all this stuff and also in youtube i got some um, music videos animations collaborations this kind of stuff tell us about so, why don't you tell us about like the gm punks like here this is a great I want to I want to hear the story just because I thought it was such a great story. Yeah. And when I first heard it, like when we first were talking about it back in the day, I didn't think it was that big of a deal to us, right? You're like, hey, I'm gonna, you're he Pixel Lord comes to me. I'm gonna tell a little piece of it, and then you can just like tell your side of it. All right, Pixel Lord comes to me. He's like, hey, um, what do you think of this, Luke? And he showed me a a punk that he like one of the basically a derivative of the crypto punks, but his flair, his look and feel to the punk. And I was like, oh my God, I, I love it. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah, put it for sale right now and I'll buy it. And he's like, no, you will not. I'm like, yeah, put it for sale and I'll buy it. He puts it for sale. I Obviously, I bought it like right away because I just really, really liked it. And I don't know, man, you tell, tell this, you can tell the story, Pixel Lord, but let me like, this is how, <laughs> this is how a collection starts, guys, right here. This is the story. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, if you guys don't don't know what what's uh, we talking about, you can just can go to my links and you will find down there. I, I have a bunch of collection links and uh, there's a, a links to a, a GM punks and also GMs. So the story is actually simple. Um, I started when people started to to use GM. I I saw like okay maybe I need to use it in in a collection because like I see sales. Of, a pumping every left and right it's actually like everybody sell cool things especially if it's a meme and also a good visuals and i was like okay maybe i just want to make a collection of different gms uh like you know just letter g and m connected different styles like fire g and like water m something like that different backgrounds just like a, just a fun memes uh, about different you know things in visual arts uh, and then yeah i started this collection i sold it for i think uh, 0.05 i just sold them all really fast and i was like okay like maybe i need to connect it to gm to, to punks to crypto punks like the the biggest collection were crypto punks back in the days not not the apes i guess and i yeah and we used to chat with lucas like maybe every day, every few days. Every day for 10 hours a day, I did. Yeah, a minimum day, of 10 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I asked him a bunch of things. And I was like usually talking to him in private about things, showing NFTs. I was like, yeah, check it out. My GMs are sold out. He was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Looking crazy and special and like unusual. And I, I showed him this this punk 
um, in this kind of style, you know, with the retro windows uh, things and some pixel arts and some glitch, glitch art. So basically, it was really different. It was like like new 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 type of punk. And he was like, "Yeah, I sh- I need to buy this. You can sell a bunch of them. Just go and start the collection." <laughs> and I wasn't sure. I was like, "I don't know. It looks kind of fun, but." I don't know if people are going to buy it or not. So, yeah, and that's how I started. And and it was sold out completely, really fast. Like, I maybe I sold out 20 of them at first day or something. And then next day I was crafting more and more. And I was selling every day, basically every day, by 20, by 50, until it came to 300. So I, I decided I want to make it 300, 303, to be clear. And then I wanted to stop because I wanted to I wanted this collection to be small, to be like you know, exclusive and small art collection. Basically, each one is a one-on-one, so it's the the elements are kind of repeating, but not not so much. And then I actually started even even make three D punks, so it's a jam punks, but in a three D version, even more advanced, more good looking. And yeah, I noticed noticed that people love them. They all always sell out like in one hour maybe 15 minutes or something and then it kind of finished and nothing happened so basically yeah, like dude, a couple it, months yeah i was gonna say keep going keep, keep tell, tell yeah, the story keep going. for a couple months nothing happened and then i noticed people start buying and like one like i remember this special moment when in like i opened i started my discord and uh, some collector came there and he was like yo guys listen you need to buy this all AI, like as soon as possible because anyways they're gonna sell out. I was like, hey, are you sure? Why? And he was, I don't know why he he was like <laughs> he felt it somehow. And at some point, yeah, some, like it it took attention of some collectors. I don't know, maybe some whales, and they actually swept the floor really fast. And then they swept the next floor, which was like 0.5, and then floor of one is, and then two, three, and four is. So basically. As it was a small collection, it was really easy to raise the floor fast because it's just at 300, right? So yeah, and then <laughs> Lucas sold his punk <laughs> accidentally in the plane. <laughs> yeah, let yeah. me tell that part of the story. So I, I, I bought Pixel Lord, like two of Pixel Lord's GM punks. Like the second one I bought much later. Um, I thought it was cool. Like just his art style was, was dope. And he's a friend. So I was, in my mind, I was supporting a friend. I wasn't trying to make a profit, right? To me, and again, you guys can, you know, do do anything that you guys want to do. That's fine by me. Like I never say don't take profit, stuff like that. And don't, you know, don't try to make profit. I definitely did not with Pixel Lord. My my idea was to support my favorite artist, right? This is uh like one of my favorite artists. He made this really cool derivative of the punks. I enjoyed them so much. I was switching my profile back between the two punks a lot. I thought nothing of it. Went to NFT NYC in 2021. Um, I was on my way back from NFT NYC, which by the way, the 2021 one cannot be, you cannot, it cannot explain how unique and, and special um, NFT NYC was in, in 2021 because it was right at, you know, it's still part of the pandemic. People weren't really, were still scared to go to events, things like that. And man, it was it was just something super special about 2021. Had the, one of the best times ever. Um, anyway, so I I jumped on the airplane, tired from NFT NYC, 
but very, very like happy because it went really, really well. Met all these people I've been, I was chatting with for like hundreds of hours, if not, you know, thousands of hours on, on Twitter spaces, got to know so many people. And I was flying back. I had internet on the airplane, but the internet on the airplane was just a little too slow. And all of a sudden I, I get an e- I checked my email on my phone and all of a sudden, bam, it says your item is sold, your item is sold, your item is sold. I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? I looked and it, it was a GM punk and I had them listed. Cause I always like, anytime I buy art, I list it right away just because I'm like, that's just how I am. And I list them for like, you know, what I think is like unrealistic numbers, right? My favorite, my GM punk zero zero one, the first one he ever made. I think I listed at like three ETH and I'm like, there's just no way people are just going to find this and pay three ETH for this, even though it's super cool. So I'm just thinking like, okay, and I listed my other GM punk. I think I paid total for both punks 0.15 and one sold for one ETH and one sold for two ETH. Okay. It's two ETH, not three. ETH. Sorry about that. So I made three ETH off of a 0.15 investment. So this is, um, you know, this is peak 2021 kind of stuff going on here. So I was surprised because I tried to unlist my GM punk 001 because the first one got bought and I'm like, oh no, the GM punks are going on a run. And I now have the, probably the most valuable GM punk seeing it's literally the, it's the number one one. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I want to unlist it. I tried to unlist it. I'm on the airplane and it kept failing. It kept failing to unlist. So delist. And I kept trying to delist. And by the time I landed, I just got frustrated. And I landed in LA it was like nine 30 at night and it's like your item has sold. And I was like, damn it. In a way I was like, damn it. In a way I was like, this is great too. Cause pixel Lord's going to get, you know what I mean? Like anytime his arts exchanges hands, he gets a royalty. So it was, it was also like a good feeling for me too. Just cause I'm like, I know I'm supporting in a way this is, this is definitely supporting pixel Lord. And uh, you know, when you, when you buy art from like an artist, like pixel Lord, he's just a good dude. Like when you support people, that kind of like support you, which like he came to the spaces all the time. We got to know each other over like literally hundreds of hours of chatting with each other. And it, you know, someone said, who was it that said it today? This is just a phone call. Oh, yeah. Mintify said it. And he's right. This is just a, this is just like a phone call. We're all like on a big phone call right now. And it's pretty cool to have like live audio where people can actually communicate back and forth. Like I've literally, if I ever meet pixel Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to hug the guy. Cause I know him. Like Tim Cook, I met in real life. Leslie down there, I met in real life. You know, Bread, I've met a bunch of times and we've hung out in real life. Um, I can vouch for, you know, people's dopeness over spaces. Don't get me wrong, not everybody's great. <laughs> just like the the just like in the world, you know, there's not not everybody you meet is going to be a great person. But guess what? Most of the people I've met, I'd say I'm about 80, 90% success rate. So, yeah, good times. So that is a good story because the reason why I was trying to tell you guys, like Pixel Lord had no idea his his project was going to go on a run. No one really did. And it's not because his art wasn't good. It's just because he just didn't have the, you know what I mean? Like um, Pixel Lord, and tell me if you agree with this. Like there was, there's like influence in this space and we didn't, you didn't have like the normal influencers backing your project. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was uh, people literally just found your, your art and were yeah, going it, it, crazy on it. Yeah, it's, I guess it's just a, like a virus effect. Like uh, somebody found it, somebody started buying. Like they bought first, like uh, maybe ten for point one, and then somebody somebody else saw okay, somebody sweeping, and some whale maybe swept, and they keep tracking his wallet or something, and then they found out okay, it's also a great like unique art because I was trying to make, I always try to make something that 
like unique because yeah i don't want to repeat others so that's why i'm just try, trying to make it as much as possible crazy and unique and strange and uh because i having fun with this and then like yes some somehow i didn't expect of course i was just like you know having fun supporting my friends and i was happy that many of my friends who supported me you and also uh, a couple of others and also chris and uh who is young cat and he sold his punk for four ETH, and he Whoa, like are you kidding me he bought a couple more like right away he was like okay i'm going to invest back into some other projects he bought some of my other things right away yeah because he was like okay <laughs> i didn't expect to the same as well he sold yeah he sold it for four and of course like after the months and actually a, what, a year it went back to lower like uh, numbers but still i can see most of the gm punks are, aren't aren't even listed so we just can see a few listed on the floor and then like the 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 floor is actually goes goes up really fast like one is two is and they're still up there just hanging there because people like the art i, I guess they just want to have it they just don't want to sell it and of course after bear market um, there was a, a low interest, low liquidity, and there's nothing I could do about it. I was just trying to be an artist and still, uh, you know, stay in this place, like being around, making art, making other projects, and still uh, telling people people about uh, my older projects. So I hope that one day it, it kind of could repeat actually <laughs> some people next people next wave of uh, nft lovers will find gm punks and other projects and they will actually buy it really fast because the floor is small it's really short they can pump it i don't know <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i really yeah. again i really if you guys have a chance and pixelord if you want dig around pin up one of your pin up one of your gm punks map yeah I really oh you did okay good yeah, 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 I was gonna that's, say that's um, even pinning up like zero zero one would be a really smart idea. But yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, you you posted that one. Those are the three D yeah. GM punks, isn't it? Yeah, no, those are those aren't the exactly the legit like GM punks that you started with. I mean, don't get me wrong; those are legit. Those are dope. But the real GM punks, man, those the yeah, real it's like ones. Unique, yeah, yeah, hundred percent unique. It's it's of course it's based. It was based on on the crypto punks, but then. I changed it completely because it was like I'm this interesting thing about this project. It wasn't any like it, it wasn't even planned anyhow. It was just like I asked you, should I start the collection? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And I started this way, and then I asked a bunch of other people, what should I do next? Like to improve the collection. Then they were like, Maybe make 3D box, maybe like uh use the references to some like cultural memes and like I don't know, movies. Because I have Darth Vader punk. Because I have like, like uh, what else? I don't know. Every like movie kind of punk. And you had a, You also don't forget. You also had a Pac Man like background on one of the punks yeah. that I bought because that thing was dope. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of them are fun and cool, and and they they all say in GM. So it's it's a big uh, reference to our NFT uh, you know community way of we still use GM. It's crazy. It's crazy and. I didn't see many GMs, mostly people. Yeah, I actually, I saw interesting collections about GMs as well, some animated GMs, so people do it. And I think it's a smart way to, you know, um, make your art to, you know, reflect on what's, what's going on right now, because I still do this, because 
like we all see checks and stuff like that and i try to like implement this kind of stuff in my works in my new artworks. Mm, hey you know that just gave me an idea for you bro like have you thought about <laughs> um no joke like have you thought about possibly doing um a, like checks but like with gm punk kind of like icons that'd be kind of cool you know what i mean like to instead of checks do like yeah, yeah. like gm punks i don't know just an idea yeah, maybe something like that. I'm still thinking about how to, how can I you know improve gym punks and maybe continue them. Maybe I was gonna thinking about uh, moving gym punks to like uh, ordinals NFTs, but it's still early. I still think need to you know uh, to see how it goes with uh, BTC ordinals. But actually, something happens, and I I mostly sold out my my first uh, ordinals collection it's so you wait you have, so wait you have, an, you have an ordinals collection it's editions yes yeah, it's, it's my genesis work it has 10 editions how did you and, uh, are uh, they are they consecutive like how did you how did you go about minting them through gamma i found the platform it's called the generative dot xyz and they allow you to mint to lazy mint actually basically you just mint uh with uh, no fees and when people buy it they mint it on on uh, ordinals they pay the gas fees for for uh, inscriptions and then but yeah, they can buy with uh, ethereum so basically it's very easy way to mint it these days one of the ways so that's how it started and i can see it actually works there's no collections right now in in uh, this there is actually there is a way to do collections yeah yeah, yeah there is there's just it's just like uh really expensive to because it's usually a consecutive it's like consecutive, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like ordinals in a in a in a block. I've been listening to this stuff like crazy, so I kind of yeah. feel like I know a little bit. Not a lot, obviously, just a little bit enough enough to be like, it's possible to do a collection. It's just really, I heard it's like really expensive and really difficult. It costs, I think it costs somebody to do the first. Somebody, I think somebody minted a collection in the first one thousand, and for them to own, like take over that block of. You know what I mean? Like that processing power, that mm. block of, uh, you know, basically uh, of producing, you know, basically mint the miners minting an entire block with, you know, consecutive numbers. It costs two Bitcoin just to make that collection from the, from the people like the, yeah. So if you have the money, you can do it. It's just that it's, I've I heard at least again, this is just what I heard from the person actually talking about it. It's it's definitely expensive for right now. Maybe it's not as expensive anymore, you know? No, it's not as expensive if you have a bunch of NFTs or maybe one. Because like to inscript one NFT, it's it's going to be like about 50 bucks or 30, 50 dollars. But uh depends on how big is it. So you don't, you, you cannot actually inscript big NFTs, right? Big images. Because yeah, four like, isn't it like four megabytes or smaller? Yeah, yeah, about even one, I guess, but maybe four, I don't know. So, but like all my, all my editions are in one megabyte. Each copy is a uh, hundred kilobytes. And um, it still looks good because I like made this pixel art of style, pixel kind of, you know, filtering. So you don't see the low quality. It's like a feature. So that's how you can do it. actually, if it's so small, like CryptoPunks actually could be, easily made on bitcoin because uh, you know it's a small images so they don't have to pay such a, a huge amount but anyways it's a if it's a 10k collection of course it's uh, expensive because it's a uh, 10k items each item is kind of uh, 50 50 bucks or something 
uh, around. Right. Um, but it's also so, yeah. it's also the processing fees, like to get to. Uh, you know, they, yeah, you have maybe. to own. You kind of have to own like a mining setup in order to get these consecutive numbers, is what I've heard. And w- because you own the mining rigs, you can actually set like what you know. I guess what gets minted through your mining rig, you have to accept like certain things like fees and stuff like that. So that's what they do. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's, that's the scenario at least I'm not positive of course, but this is what I I've heard. The, some guy that owns like a Bitcoin mining setup. He, he pivoted quickly to make some ordinals for people. And, and then he became the de facto guy making ordinals and he just, he's just banking right now, like literally making collections like crazy, yeah, there's there's few platforms like that. That maybe that's that's the case. In my case, because this platform, Generative XYZ, they they offer you actually this kind of service. I, I guess they run the node or something. They run all this kind of you know technicals, and then you just upload stuff, and then they do it for you. They actually inscript it for the buyer, not for you. As an artist, you don't pay. You don't pay shit. You just pay like gas fees for minting. I guess um, in ETH, in ETH, so you, you basically pay really a couple five dollars. So, so as an artist, you don't pay. Mean. So okay, yeah. so that's pretty cool. That's definitely that's definitely new from last week. Um, at least then I didn't the, know. Yeah. At least I didn't know about it. That doesn't mean it's that doesn't. Yeah. Mean, that doesn't actually that's mean it's new. <laughs> that's really, yeah, that's really fresh, fresh platform. I, they just started, and I found out about them uh, because of some of the artists I know. He's a kind of big artist, uh, Charles AI, maybe you've heard of, of him. He minted on there and he was sold out really fast. And I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta move. <laughs> I gotta try this myself. And it actually worked because it's my first piece on Bitcoin. Some people are like, okay, maybe we need this. It's not really expensive. 0.1 ETH. So yeah, it's a good, interesting experience. Maybe we will see what's going on with BTC uh, ordinals. In future, maybe they will like they will make more easy platforms to mint to uh, you know make collections this and that. It's it looks so early. Like, how do you feel like, about Bitcoin ordinals though? Do you really think there's a future for those? Like, do you think it's more uh, permanent, or do you think it's more of like just a you know I'll I'll try ordinals and maybe it'll work? Do you think there's more <clears throat> more ability on ETH, or do you think there's more ability on or uh, on Bitcoin? Do you think that's which one do you think? No, definitely on ETH and Polygon. Still, Polygon is is big. It's gonna be big actually because of the in gaming NFTs because of a, like where people need hundreds thousands of NFTs, they gonna use Polygon. Of course, not not Bitcoin. So it's 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 more for you know luxury collections, art maybe maybe. Like when people goes to ordinals, of course people are gonna buy it, and other people are gonna start minting there for sure. So we will should wait when big artists go and like mint something on Bitcoin because it's it's actually really amazing because it's on chain, it's forever there, it's uncontrolled by anyone. There's no Vitalik, <laughs> there's nobody. That's why it's cool. It's like best NFTs you can imagine in the world right now. It's like on the best blockchain, right? The first blockchain. So maybe it's really cool, but it's not for massive use. It's because it's hard. Lots of fees, lots of technicals. You need to know this and that. You need to have a couple of wallets. Um, if you have, like right now, if you have a wrong wallet, you can, you can just buy NFT on Ordinals and send it to some wrong place. And you never get it back. <laughs> There's no... no like, you know, no interface for this right now. It's just, 
it's just so early. So I think it's gonna stay, and some like more more bigger whales gonna be using this for buying art from big artists right now. And for now, that's it because it's it's hard to make money because people don't even know how to resell it. You can transfer it basically, but I have to I have to be honest with you. I actually owned a Bitcoin um, ordinal. Yeah. Um, or sorry, a uh, CryptoPunk Ordinal. And um, yeah, man, it I listed it because I was just like, I don't think this is going anywhere. And someone bought it from me. So like it's, they're they're definitely moving. I have, uh, I, have right. I still have a Bitcoin, or sorry, yeah, and a uh, CryptoPunk Ordinal. And it's currently, like basically it's it's inscription under 20,000. So I um, I have one that could be worth a lot of money in in the future. It's like it's like I think it's like number nineteen thousand and nineteen oh thirty two or something like that. I can't remember the exact number, but it's definitely a low ordinal like low inscription number. So we'll see. Like a lot of people are going, oh, you know, low numbers are going to be great, and I'm like, eh, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I mean, someone already bought one for me, um, which is yeah. interesting. It was not. It was hardly. I made hardly anything on it. It was like I bought it for one ETH. I think I put it for sale for yeah. like one point. Oh, nine ETH, you know I mean? Something crazy small. And uh, just because I was like, oh man, I hope I didn't make a mistake. So I listed it for something where I was like, Maybe if I could just get my money back, that'd be cool. And then someone bought it. Someone bought it right away. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to buy another one now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, interesting. So, so I'm going to hold think, on to it. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucas, it's like, it feels like, uh, like we started in NFTs again, right? <laughs> when the, it kind of does. Kinda. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does for sure. Like the ordinals <laughs> definitely... Feels. Ordinals definitely gave a, a new like swag, I guess, to the NFT space. But then it's like, now what? You know what I mean? Like what's next? And there's so many what's nexts in this space. You just don't know. You know what I mean? Like I wish I wish I did. Um, yeah, we got to pay attention. It's, all, it's actually it also depends on us, on, just on this dialogue, actually, on this space. Because if you keep speaking, if you keep like being interested, if you keep like uh telling people about this that's how it actually works if people just keep being quiet i'm not vouching for ordinals i don't vouch for any project here like yeah, I, yeah. i'm not vouching for any of that stuff i'm just saying like in terms of like we just explore exploring yeah exactly that and it's you just don't know like what's going to pop off um lots of projects are here um lots pop off lots kind of like disappear after a while you just never know so uh you know what i mean like can't really say what's going to, what's going to pop tomorrow or the next day, you know, back, in, yeah, back, yeah. you know, it's funny back in the bull market, like everybody was an expert. <laughs> Every, like you could literally yeah, be like, because every project was growing. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like we would sit in spaces all day and be like, Hey, let's look at the front page. Literally. This is what we did. This is our, this is our alpha. <laughs> we would look at the front page of what was trending on OpenSea and just buy things from there. And they would go up and we would, you know, at my, I'd sell whenever I wanted to sell. I never told anybody <laughs> when genius. I sold. Yeah. And I thought I was like, oh, look at that. 3X. No big deal. Oh, look <laughs> at that. 10X. And people would get mad at me. I remember when I got in the world of women, um, I minted a couple of world of women's and, or actually I think I bought them on the secondary and I bought them for like 0 0.08, 0 0.09 ETH, like crazy. Like it sounds like a cheap, but back then, you know, 0 0.09 ETH was like 400 bucks. So I bought like this world of women and I was like, oh, this is really great. And I ended up selling at like one ETH, which is a 10 X, right? So everybody's like, aren't you like upset with yourself? Cause you sold your, your world or women for, for 10 X. I was like, uh, what world do you live in that a thousand percent profit is a bad thing? 
And it was like, people were, people have this weird, I can't remember what it's called. And if someone has the name of it, like tell me, but there's like this weird bias where they're like, what's gone up 10 X. What if it goes up 20 X? What if it goes up 30 X? What if this is like the next board apes? Like is every green- time I know there's, there's like a, there's literally a thing. Like there's a good name for this and I, it is greed of course, but it's also like some kind of cognitive thing where they just keep thinking it's going to go up and there's no way to go down. And, uh, you know, people I know have done this in my life before where they're like, Oh, well, I'm going to go. It's like people, I know people that bought like penny stocks at like 35 cents and, you know, they spent a lot of money on these penny stocks and all of a sudden they go to $20 and they don't sell and they have no investment strategy. So they're just like holding this stock, this penny stock that's being run up and they just keep going with it. And I'm like, don't you guys think you should have like an investment strategy? Like, you know, you're, you're up like crazy amounts. Don't you want to take out like 20%, 30% something so you can actually say, Hey, I got my money back and a little extra change just in case worst case scenario. Right? Like if you go up, to, like if it were me, I would have invested in a penny stock and then slowly, you know, like, Hey, if I get to $5 from 35 cents, I sell 10%. If uh, it gets to $10, I sell another 10%. If it gets to $15, I sell no no matter what at that 10%. I'm already in profit. I'm already, you know, playing with the house's money. So I don't understand how people don't get playing with the house's money. And it could be just because people are not like educated enough to make these calls and they don't know like how to trade like stocks or anything. But, you know, I'm not really sure. Like it's, it's this weird theory around like how people just keep thinking everything's going to go up and in a bull market it does and pixel lord you know man like your art was dope and it made me you know made made some good made made some good roi and my question to you is like did you have um how was your how is your community right now doing like in terms of like your your project things like that are you still building gm world or whatever what was it called gm world yeah the first collection was gm world uh, it's basically was GMs and then GM punks and then I started a bunch of few collections. Uh, right now it's there's a collection it's called Heroes of Wi-Fi and Magic. It's a completely new, different kind of style um, with a reference to retro games and you know, uh, like you know, heroes and uh, some computers, of course there. So it's a, it's a new art collection which is I'm just experimenting with. And then some people like it, they buy it. I'm not like, you know, uh, promising any like huge utility. It's just a, a fun project to collect as an art. And I'm always saying I'm, not, I'm just an artist. I'm not, I'm not a project. I'm not a, you know, something that you can gamble on, something that you can, uh, you know, flip. I, I even tweet thing like that. Like, you don't buy my art to flip it. Just buy it. If you like it, buy it. You will see something will happen, maybe. Maybe not. You just like have this art. It's not usually it's not that expensive. That, like if you buy it, but if you buy it from secondary, it's kind of I don't know. Maybe you buy it high. Maybe you know it's like your decision. So yeah, we of course I made these decisions myself. I have a bunch of NFTs I bought for one for two ETH, <laughs> which is I'm zero right now. But it's it's NFTs. Like we all play with it. You know we all played in bull market and right now we have to just. Stay cool, stay calm, see what happens, and maybe try it again. Try it like second time, maybe differently, or maybe something else will happen. We'll see, you know, because Bitcoin NFTs, ordinals, maybe Tezos NFTs, 
we we saw Solana NFTs that never actually happened, but maybe Polygon NFT is gonna happen. I don't know. Wait, did maybe. you say Soul NFTs didn't work? I mean, dude, there's like lots of projects on Soul. Just that I Solana think just crashes. Down bad right now. Yeah, well, yeah, Soul. Yeah. Cra- the problem is with blockchain is if it crashes, mm. it's not really. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You shouldn't be. Able, you shouldn't have. Uh, blockchain's not supposed to go down. So real blockchains don't go down. And I'm not saying like it's not a real blockchain. I mean, it just, you know, you can just, you know, disseminate like what I'm saying. But I can tell you right now, like a real blockchain, like ETH will never go down. Um, that's just my, yeah. uh, big, I don't think Bitcoin's going down anytime soon. So if a, if a chain goes down, I always think like, man, is this, is this really a blockchain if it goes down? Like, I don't know. I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why it's crazy. That's why like many people were skeptical about Solana. Because they knew it even when they started NFTs, I guess they knew about the, the way the blockchain works. Yeah, about the, it's going down or something, about very high volatility. So I don't think it's it's kind of stays there right now. Maybe Polygon NFTs goes up because um, many big companies gonna use it. They they got, I guess they got good contracts and partners in big companies with. Like in blockchain NFTs as well, and also gaming NFTs. There's not on Solana; it's mostly on Polygon, and some of them are on. on is uh, but most of why why ETH is cool because most of art and artists are on ETH. They're not on Solana. So I mean, people like me who just make art one of ones and you know small projects, not not a you know 10k collections or whatever. These people are mostly on Tezos and ETH. So. I think we should look into this uh, blockchains mostly and see what happens with uh, ordinals. Maybe there's something interesting to invest in, but yeah, be careful. Take pay attention and be careful because it's uh, such a different new thing. I don't know. I think ordinals is going to do quite well. I don't know, man. I th- yeah. Like you said, I think it is definitely a very exclusive, like luxury type of good. I also think that, I mean, and uh, again, I'm not saying for sure. I just know that I mean, I'm not really a Bitcoin maxi or any of that stuff. Um, I just think it's going to do well. Just my opinion. Like uh, it just makes a lot of sense. And it also is a bridge between communities. I think that bridge between the Bitcoin people who are like NFTs suck, like that bridge has fallen down. Like people are, you know, like the, like half of the Bitcoin population of people who are maxis aren't maxiing right now. They're kind of like saying, Hey, we like NFTs now that we can actually inscribe because it brings back energy. It brings back people wanting to invest in these Satoshis and being able to inscribe personal things. And, and obviously like collections and all sorts of things on there. It like it, it lasts forever. Um, that's what I've, at least that's what I know. And I know if, yeah. you, if there's like, a, I think there's some wallets that are coming out too that like helps you separate ordinals so that you can't like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the problem is with ordinals inside of a wallet, but according to some people I was listening to, if you have like Bitcoin in a wallet and you have one of your ordinals, it like keeps them, either keeps them separated or it like mixes them up. Oh, go ahead, Mintify. Maybe you have the answer here. Go ahead, my man. Yeah, basically um, regular wallets that you have ordinals in that aren't supporting uh, inscriptions, they can't differentiate between the Satoshis. So you'll accidentally either, you know, if you try and transfer it, you'll enter either, um, you know, transfer, you know, part of it, um, you you know, um, you'll send your inscription as a gas fee accidentally. Or if you're just trying to transfer Bitcoin out of a wallet that has ordinals, 
you could end up you know transferring the inscription with the bitcoin that you're trying to send without intending to transfer the ordinal right yeah so that yeah ma- and the, that makes the sense has to support it that makes sense it's kind of like i think somebody said it the other day they were like it's kind of like writing on like a, a dollar bill and then forgetting you wrote something on the dollar bill and then <laughs> and then you're like yeah. about to, you're about to spend you need to buy something and all of a sudden bam you spend the dollar and you forgot it was the one that you wrote on um very similar yep, situation <laughs> yep so uh with that said what's what's going to be your are you going to put an ordinal connect like are you going to put the uh the gm punks on there on on ordinals yeah, yeah. i'm going yeah maybe i'm going to try to uh, figure out about gm punks how can put the it's on and where and maybe we'll see some platforms uh, like helping to make it easier so I, i'm just paying attention every day i'm just uh, exploring this and um yeah i'm still maybe i'm I'm going to put more art, just like one-on-ones and stuff like that. Just see what happens. Just see if people buy it. Because like right now I have only one left. I've been at the top. If In case if anyone wants like to experiment and get some ordinance NFTs, maybe you want my, my art. It's just here in the top. You can go on the Twitter and, and find the link. And there you can buy the last one piece from this uh, edition. So it's edition of 10 just uh, my first uh, ordinal piece and then maybe i just mint more and maybe i make some pixel collection because you know it makes sense to to create low like low um uh, low size images on the ordinal yeah so i gotcha it's, yeah it's gonna be small images some interesting idea maybe and like just, an svg file or like some kind of you know what i mean like some kind of vector graphic would would work the best you know yeah, interesting. It's, it's actually, I think it's also can be text file, right? So mm-hmm. it's interesting. You can actually make strange, cool things. Text files, wow. Yes. So like words, collection of words. Oh my something. God, you can make a collection <laughs> of words, Pixel Lord. Dude, yeah. Man. So we'll, you know, I would do, uh, the thing is about with ordinals, I wouldn't just do anything on ordinals. I would do things that are special. Like your, your GM Punk 001 should be on an ordinal. And when you sell NFTs, you know, it's a good idea. Um, you could actually say, uh, you can sell it on ETH, right? And say, look, you, this, this, you know, whatever NFT on ETH also comes with an ordinal. I will also send you an ordinal with this NFT. And then you can actually charge, you know, 0.15 rather than 0.05. And all of a sudden they're getting an ordinal with their, so they're getting two NFTs for one and one's on Bitcoin, one's on ETH. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 That's what I might be a good addition. Yeah, it's it's a good idea. That was I was thinking because some of the GM punks uh, actually I think they will found they will find the news about the project because they most likely even forgot they have this collection <laughs> in the world. Uh, so and some of them are still here. So they actually checking what's going on and maybe they will like to get uh, ordinance version. So maybe they can mint it for free and also they can you know claim it if I set up it somehow. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. Um, what else you got pixel Lord? Do you want to drop any other knowledge on us right now? Like any of your pieces coming out soon? Because right now I'm going to wrap it up. Show's almost over. Well, yeah, I also uh, wanted to discuss my open edition. So did you stick it up? Did you stick it up? Stick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Stick it up there first. I think it's uh I think it's interesting. So is your recent yes. collection on ordinals? Yeah, it's a collection of open editions. And 
uh, all these couple of months, I started to make open editions. Oh, maybe three months actually, December, January, February. I started to make open editions. I really, really like this idea because when you 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 open uh, when you sell open editions, uh, people decide how much supply is going to be. So I don't have to worry to sell out or not. If they buy one, of course it's just one of one. If they buy a few, oh, it's kind of rare. If they buy a thousand, a hundred. It's kind of not so rare, so it's very, very so much fun actually. I I made lots of art, and I was uh, dropping on manifold as many people do right now, and I sometimes I had huge sales like uh, like one thousand and what one thousand three hundreds or maybe five hundreds, and uh, I used to burn them as well. Like I, you can burn two and get new image. So um, I was distributing new arts um, when, when you can burn basically a few of these. And I think right now, Manifold allows you to burn multiple NFTs to get one. So that's the great feature for me because I can set up burns when you can just burn uh, multiple NFTs from this collection. And uh, it lowers the supply and then they get a free art from my next piece so that's how i'm going to move this collection i'm going to make more free arts and uh, mint them through burning and that's it so yeah that's the idea it's an edition collection it's kind of a different but i think it's still like people love it i try to use memes use some you know things that happen in twitter in the nfts i'm trying to you know reflect on these things in the art so you can see like pepes i don't know skeletons gms whatever like uh checks <laughs> so these kind of things yep i love it man i'm looking forward to your new collection it's already so people can mint it right now you're saying yeah it's on open sea sometimes i run, is it uh, is it through um so is it you're saying it's an ordinal collection through manifold or is it a no no oh, okay it's it collection it's just a you know a manifold editions collection so it's an eth collection yeah it's collection. ah okay i was confused sorry about that that's my bad um yeah so it's definitely cool pixel lord's got crazy good talent um crazy good art definitely check it out and uh if if pixel lord does want to do ordinals wrapped in like an eth contract don't forget there's the uh what's it called emblem vault i think it's emblem vault that has these you can actually mint your ordinal stick it into an emblem vault and then sell it as uh, a wrapped you know what i mean uh, ordinal so yeah so well, if you want to do it that's the way to do yeah. it yeah i'm gonna ask you later how to do it and i will think about it yeah yeah adam, adam will hook you up dude um adam mcbride he's the um he's now he now works at emblem vault so he's in marketing at Emblem Vault. So he will definitely, you know what I mean? I think there's a thread about it, like how to do it on his timeline as well. So just look up Adam McBride real quick. I can also text him if you want. I mean, dude, you know, you're you're a homie. I'll, I'll make sure it happens. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So actually I wanted to mention that I think Manifold will roll up, roll out um, music or open editions sometime soon. So that's what I'm aiming on because course i get some music and when they started as a like actual i don't know music player with mm -hmm. use like like a track you can release a track as open edition or maybe an album or a bunch of tracks it's gonna be really cool for music nfts for musicians yep i can't believe you don't have your own music platform seeing you're such a 
you know, prolific music artist and yeah, creative. I, no, I, I don't see, have a team. I could see like the the site. Like, I can see it be called, like being called like pixellord.xyz. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's that's idea for this this year and next year to like, you know, make own things, own smart contracts, this and that. Actually, yeah, that's because we don't have any royalties anymore, right? On OpenSea, people can use zero royalties to artists. That's not very fun for me because like royalties, royalties help me a lot um, because I'm not a huge project, not 10K collection. So definitely very important. It's like, like for example, I sell some artwork for 0.1 and then after a year, they sell it for one or 10 is and I get nothing. No, right. that's crazy. I need own smart contract for that. So you ha- you have to enforce royalties. Right. Right now. Yeah. That's, but, yeah, that's definitely cool. I think building, you know, if you're an artist and you're taking this super seriously, just build your own marketplace. Like there's protocols out there that will de- then enforce it. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely stand up, you know, you could stand up your own marketplace and just have people build like buy GM punks off of your own marketplace. And then the royalties are built in, you know what I mean? Like in theory, like you can't really buy from the marketplace without paying the royalty. I think that's the way things are moving, by the way. I think there'll be, I think there'll be, everybody will have their own mark. This is a way of like around the royalties problem for sure. So if anybody wants to like use this knowledge, please do you go and you basically make a bunch of third, basically third party marketplaces. And then you create a search engine that indexes those, those third party marketplaces and have that kind of like collate all of the marketplaces under one search engine. And then all of a sudden people don't, people know where exactly where to go to find things. And I think that's like a critical, I think that's a critical step of like, you want to be really decentralized. This is the way to do it. Create your own marketplaces, get it indexed by one search, like basically marketplace engine and not have it live, go through OpenSea, have it not, not have it go through, you know, um, Rarible or any of the other platforms that are out there and you will don't have to worry about the enforcement at the enforcement's built in. Plus I think there's like a part of a smart contract. Bread would know best. I don't know if bread's available, but um, bread would know best. And there's like some kind of like, there's some kind of feature in a smart contract that makes it so you have to, like you can actually set it so that royalties are enforced across all marketplaces via the smart yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. People just don't use it. It's kind of weird. They can, you can do this. You can do this, yeah. And also, I think it might be one of the important things for the future of NFTs, especially for NFT artists, not that not projects, yeah, but just artists. They can... Um, start collectives, start groups, or maybe small, like small markets, just for a few people. Few, like you know, curation mark, curated markets. Like you have ten artists, or maybe hundred. That's it. This is just small market where people know each other. It's friends. It's like they all support each other. They all love each other's art. They share it with and stuff like that. They don't need anyone else. They're just a small, strong group basically of artists, and people have to go there to buy their art their new drop and then they have to go there maybe to to list it or sell it or maybe it's like enforces their royalties on chain so it doesn't matter what open sea rights is if it's zero or any any number it's like on chain so you don't have to worry about any market because it's before the market it happens before it goes on the market right so it's on chain yep i like it yeah and uh it's it's great it's uh it's cool and i think you can I think you should pull it off you being the artist. So I think you should definitely do it anyway. 
that's it. If anybody has any questions for Pixel Lord, real quick, you know, Cero or Mintify or Bread. I know Bread, you're kind of unavailable right now, but if anybody else does, let me know. If not, all right, there we go. Facero, hit it, my man. I had to jump in. Um, and especially from where I started this, about thinking about uh, friends uh, of mine that are musicians. Uh, a lot of them are actually musicians and artists, so very similar to you. And this this is obviously not for me, but if I was to say anything to him, where to start, where would you suggest? To me, to musicians, you mean? To, to musicians and artists, <laughs> because you yeah. know, I've got I've got friends that are, that do both, so they are musicians and artists. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really interesting to actually have that opportunity to ask you that question on their behalf, because I will relay that to them and try and get them on board. I think yeah, they should definitely make the connection uh, to music and also art. But first, maybe they need to try. Uh, with collaborations. So basically what they need is to find some artists who they love, who they like, and offer that. just go and offer them the music, the sound for the works. Uh, especially if you see they don't have any sound. I, I know many, many artists, you just go on and uh, browse uh, Foundation, for example, you know, Super Rare, you will find many like amazing arts with animation, animations, 3D animations, they don't have any music. They don't just no sound, and they they can just offer. We make you a sound, and then slowly they will get to own collections, own drops. Um, but because of these people, they will be introduced to NFT world, right? To the NFT community, and also of course they need to be involved in NFT Twitter as we do. Go in spaces, chat about music, music NFTs, and maybe they don't have to put in all, all stuff in the art. Because we we have sound XYZ, we have these and that different platforms. Maybe they need to start with the music NFTs at first. But also, if they do art, of course, try just just art without music because maybe it's gonna do better. You know, it's like if you're a musician and you you draw, or maybe you make photos. You like a photographer and also musician. It doesn't mean you have to stick to the music. Yeah, maybe if you like amazing musician, but you cannot sell NFTs this way, right? You don't have to stick to it. You will say, okay, maybe I'm a musician, but also in NFT space, I'm I'm going to be more visual than musician because it's like that right now. And then we see how you can connect it. In future, you could connect it somehow. Um, you will see, but you will find a way. But yeah, just try and keep keep pushing, keep uh, you know connecting to the community. That's I think it's, that's most important to show up every day Say GM, say I love this, I like this. Uh, mostly comment and uh, like retweet the, the images, the arts that you like, or maybe music. I don't actually, I don't see many music here, right? We don't even see it because Twitter don't have a player, normal normal music player. It's gotta be video, so that's crazy. That's the problem. If we we had some you know music player like SoundCloud just here in Twitter. People will start me making music, uploading here, selling, you know, or just like for free, just to share. But it's not a music platform. It's like, you know, like the Instagram content platform. So it's more focused on music. In Russia, we have VK. You, you got to check it, vk.com. And they actually have a player, a very good music player. So anybody can just upload the music that they made and post it on the timeline as as a player and like as a small play button like a text and, and a track 
I think, yeah, Twitter needs something like that. It's going to be refreshing. Maybe maybe even, they have audio messages, right? We never use them. <laughs> Actually, that's strange. You can what do just... You, what do you mean? Like, you're saying you Twitter... You can po post. Say again? Yeah. Say again? You, you, can tweet, you can tweet audio message right now. Yeah, no, I, I heard about that. Nobody so I've, I've seen that. So the problem is, what you just yeah. said, I had the same problem. I was trying to upload some audio the other day to Twitter. And it doesn't allow you to upload anything. It only allows you to record from your phone to whatever you're trying to record, like as a voice note. And you can't really upload, which is the, I thought it was the weirdest thing. I don't, it's it's because of copyrights. They like, it's very hard. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But it's just that all other social media platforms, you can upload like content. You know what I mean? Like even YouTube, even you, and yeah, I know YouTube has built out. Um, protection for brands and things like that. But I mean, you have to start somewhere and I think it'd be better for Twitter to just go. Um, but yeah, I mean, just building out the, I mean, the technology is out there to like to, you know, image recognition and audio recognition. It's already out there. Yeah. Just API into that stuff and say, Hey, if this matches this and this is not the artist's account, then, you know, don't let it post, you know? So they can definitely, yeah, they can definitely do it. I don't know. Maybe they can just, I don't know connect with spotify and for example as i see it in in the in the like perfect world you have the image you have some text and under the image you have a list of tracks as as an spotify player you can just write in twitter you can play it and listen to this i don't know new release from somebody and that's gonna push the music so much more so much bigger because people everyday people are in twitter you don't you don't spend time in Spotify, right? Because it's not a social network. It's just you go and listen. But why don't you? I spend you so much time this? on Spotify. I'm always like, oh, dude, Spotify, yeah. And by the way, it is a, <laughs> it is a it is an audio social network. Have you heard of the green room that they have? You can actually launch no. an audio chat on Spotify live. Uh, yeah, live chats. Wow. Same thing. LinkedIn, Spotify, like even Reddit has chats now like you can start a chat on one of your um subreddits and stuff like that so that they all have voice audio now like it's like a normal thing to do voice now so you know mm, clubhouse yeah. invent clubhouse kind of invented it not really but they you know what i mean there's been plenty of products there's called uh just so you guys know the social audio has been around since the late 90s isn't this crazy and it's not yeah. and yeah i know it's called it's also called cell phones um you know what i mean like social chat is uh you know there's there's a thing called pal talk um, it still exists by the way, pal talk, social audio, people take turns, they're in like lines. It's really an awful user experience. But if you want to see the, one of the first social audio platforms that were out there, pal talk, check it out. Like just see how brutally like horrible it was. I actually used pal talk and, um, just to see, you know, a friend of mine told me about it cause I was building a product back in January of 2020. I finished it. It was the first, again, I, I built a social audio product and everybody told me that nobody wants to just hear people talk with little icons on the screen. So like a lot of the people I, uh, I showed it to just like kind of convinced me to not launch it. And I was like, I'm sure social audio is the way to do it. And uh, yeah, I just didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger on it because I trusted one of my mentors. But not, mentors don't always know everything, FYI. Go ahead, Fisero. Ah, Pixel Lord has got rugged. No, he's good. He's coming back up right now. Okay, cool. Um, hopefully you'll hear me uh, because uh, maybe we could just throw this out there for, for discussion anyway because it's quite 
yeah, we get wrapped up in our little worlds of social contact and it's all being via Twitter. And we know that, you know, the NFT and Web3 world revolves around Twitter. Yeah, is is it the fact that with music NFTs, uh, you've got to look at other platforms because of these issues of, of not being able to sort of have the player in there? Maybe it's down to Instagram or another another platform. I don't know. I just wanted to ask that question whether you see musicians needing to use other platforms rather than Twitter, and I, I how think- difficult that that comes because we are so used to it and we're the ones that are buying. Yeah, I think. Uh- I mean, I don't know, man. I think these, someone's going to figure it out before you know it. And if we talk about it in this space right now, what the answer is, someone will literally roll it out by the end of the week. And they'll be like, oh my God, here's, here's the thing they were talking about. Look, I'm, I'm super inventive. And it's like, not really, dude. You just listen to us talking. So um, let's let them, because I already have an idea how to fix that. I'm kind of like working on it on the side right now. And um, I don't really want to, give away the sauce of what I think again, being in the space for so long. Like I had this idea all the way back in August of 2021. I'm like, man, this is such an easy like layup and no one's literally focused on the thing that's going to fix this. And, uh, strangely enough, still no one has, it just doesn't make sense to me either. So if someone can fix what you're talking about right now, which I think I have a solution for it, I'm not the only one clearly that has a solution to it. Right. I'm sure a lot of people do. But for me, I have a, I think I have a solution for it. So we'll see. Um, but I hope it becomes standard where we can actually just put upload stuff to here, especially like pixel Lord. He's got audio, like great content to, to upload. He can post like a link to YouTube, but he can't post, you know what I mean? Like he, I mean, he, I guess you could go live uh, pixel Lord on, um, you know, because they, they kind of like kicked Periscope back on. Like I can go live on Twitter right now on video. I just haven't yet. Um, stream stream yard wow yeah so if you back if you get stream yard you can actually you can literally play your live set on stream yard or you can just be at your house right and uh turn on your phone and like let it stream live on twitter and all of a sudden you'll get a whole bunch of new people coming to your your space so um and it doesn't even a space it's a it's a live video stream so yeah, that's what I need actually. Yeah, because yeah, check, like check out Streamyard. Spaces. Check out Streamyard, but also check out like yeah. I think you can go live just right from Twitter. Mm, um, no, maybe not yet, but yeah. I think we'll you can, what... man. I think you can. I'm looking right now, and I remember maybe you, it's hit a new the, you hit the camera button, and then instead mm. of go instead of capturing, you go to video, and it just starts streaming live. Interesting. Yeah, so you can do yeah, that. Yeah, I think you it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, you don't need StreamYard. You can do it right now. So what you do is you hit, go to hit post. Um, once you hit post, you'll see a little microphone button at, or camera button at the bottom. You hit the camera button, the little camera icon, and it'll open up. It'll say video or it will say capture. And I think capture is taking a photo and I think video is live. So that's what I think it is at least. Anyway, enough of that. Back to what we were talking about. Pixel Lord, thanks for coming on the show today. I appreciate you, man. Um, I'm glad we've been friends this long. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see what you do in 2023. It's still beginning. Although we've been doing it for a while, 2023 is two months in now. It's crazy how time flies. Um, I'm really looking forward to what you do here with Ordinals. I'm going to be involved for sure. I want to get, I want to definitely get some more of your pieces and stuff like that. So thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for talking with us. Thanks to Facero. Thanks to Bread. Bread's been super vocal in this. I wish I could just like shut. I'm sorry for him like speaking over everybody today. 
I'll try and stop him next time. He is definitely, he definitely likes to chat it up. You know, it's all good. Next time it'll be better. But again, thanks to Mintify too for coming in and doing their, their basically daily market report. Um, if you want to check out like a really cool platform, check out Mintify. If you're a high frequency trader or you just want to get into like figuring out like NFTs and the, the space, Mintify is the place. And uh, they don't, they're not sponsoring this space, by the way. I'm just, they're just a great partner with us. So um, there is no financial incentive for me to say these things. <laughs> so I just want to let you guys know that ahead of time. So go check it out. I think you'll like it. And with that said, I can't put on music today unless you guys can tell me. Tell me if this music comes through. Can you hear it? No, I don't. Do you really not hear the music? Are you guys effing with me? Start it. No. Shoot. Can't hear this either? No, sir. Damn. No. All right, I got to fix that. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. You guys rock. I have, microphone. I have some really want. good music right now going, but uh, you guys can't hear it. But anyway, it's been great. Thanks for coming out, everybody. And I will see you guys tomorrow with another special guest. Hopefully I see all of you, including Pixel Lord, tomorrow supporting the show. Let's go. All right, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.